Before we jump into today's topic, a quick disclaimer. The stories and data we share come from the states that we practice in and the experiences that we personally have, which can differ greatly across our country and certainly the globe. This is not a professional advice show. So let's get comfy and talk about death. Hello, and welcome to Mort Mike. A down-to-earth discussion on death and dying. I'm Sierra. And I am Red. And we are your death defiers on today's episode. Now, what does that mean? There are people throughout time who gain notoriety for a variety of reasons. Becoming a political juggernaut, charity to the sick and the needy, invention of a world-changing technology. But some folks will be remembered because they just wouldn't die. The science of assassination is apparently more complex and calculated than quantum physics. And on today's episode, Sierra and I have selected a few historical figures to show and tell the story of, each being a person that the Grim Reaper had to work overtime to earn his payout on. So there's so many different people we could have picked for today. I mean, the list really does go on. We got Blackbeard, Pablo Escobar, Gabriel Moreno, just all of these famous assassination attempts, but we picked two people that I think sit at at the throne when it comes to just the hardest to kill MRFers of Honestly, all time. Though, yeah. Well, I I really like our selections too because they feel very right with our personalities. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even realize this was a personality test. Was your was. hard to kill like, <laughs> historical figure? Yeah. Forget the Myers-Briggs. We're moving on to who's your favorite death-defying, you know, deviant. Oh my uh, gosh, this is gonna, I, I feel like everyone's gonna listen to this being like, I think I know a little too much about Red and Sierra at this uh-oh. point. Well, <laughs> buckle in, because it's only gonna get worse. Guess what I have? A hyperfixation. <laughs> Take us away. Oh man. Okay, so let me tell you. Today, I have picked Alexander the Great Ooh. to word vomit you at, or tell you all about his lovely escapades here. So why did I pick Alex, right? So not only was he one of the greatest conquerors of the the new, not even new world. I don't know why I said new world. I was thinking like, you know, whatever. Um, of the ancient world, actually, shockingly. Most of uh, Middle East into Egypt. He kept the Persians on their toes and he did some seriously dumb shit. This man, absolute Chad, absolute <laughs> full-blown unit. Okay. I, first of all, I'm in love with him. That's that's the first reason I picked him. I okay? couldn't tell. I, I'm obsessed. It's a problem. <laughs> he he is he's the OG himbo. Okay, Sarah, what do you mean by himbo? I mean everything that should have gone wrong went right for this man, and it shouldn't have. There's no absolutely no reason. Okay, he was just he was set up for success, and then he was set up for failure, and he still succeeded. And I think that's hilarious. It's very funny. It's one of my favorite things. Also, obviously, this is ancient history. So take all of my stories with a grain of salt because these are all word of mouth. Oh my God. He defied the gods. Which did he? 
Yeah. I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. You're going to find out, man, because not only did he cheat death once, not only did he cheat death twice, but this sweet, young, supple man cheated death about nine times. Shut up. Yeah, nine. Full-blown nine. Basically making him the original cat boy. Nine full lives to pick from, right? So I'm just I'm going to jump right into it and pretend like I didn't call him a cat boy. And I'm going to erase that that thought from my head here. But man, the T-shirts are already being drafted up. Sorry. Exactly. It's just his like beautiful marble statue with a pair of those little cute kawaii neko ears on. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. So moving on, even though I'm going to think about this later tonight, his first near death dodging dip. All right. We're teleporting to May 33, wait, 33, (laughs) 334 BC. So, you know, typical Chad, right? After inheriting his dad's 55,000 man military, he decides to invade Persia. Which, like, why? Why did you do this? Basically, about 100 years previously, the Persian Empire came in, kicked ass, took over, and was like, y'all suck. We're here to be here. And 100 years later, Alex was like, I'm still mad about this. He wasn't even alive at the time. At this point, he would have been about 24, 25. Not even Um, his fight. (laughs) Not even his fight. But he was like, yo, fuck these guys. So he inherits it. He becomes the general. And being the absolute Chad that he is, he decides that he's going to ride at the head of his army. His typical position, especially when it came to like, head-on, full-blown battles. And a good amount of them actually were strategic across the river. He had his whole army set up. He was always on the right-hand side Mm -hmm. where he would charge directly the fuck in amazing we love that for him so it's like that it's like that system of a down song where it's like why don't princes fight the war it's like no but he is yeah he he just he was like you know what this is great i love this i love the fresh air i love slicing people open this is super (laughs) duper hype so i think it was and i can't remember what river it was but it's this crazy fight right it's it's his 55,000 men army versus this Persian army that it was less than his. It was about 40,000, I think, give or take. And they're, they're head-to-head clashing. His army has the low ground. They are crossing a whole ass river to charge into these people. Like blood splurting everywhere. You know, it's dying. The river, limbs are flying, swords are clashing. Just typical art and war and bullshit like that. And this motherfucker (laughs) rides straight in and takes a whole entire blow to the head. Uh It cracks his helmet in half. His helmet comes off. He's bleeding. And instead of being like, oh man, that's a sign that I should turn around. He goes, fuck it, we ball. And so he charges back in. He, you know, pulls the guy who broke his, like, you know, favorite helmet, obviously, pulls him to the ground, fucking kebabs him, spear right through the chest. And while he's doing this, and this is, this is a, this is a pattern that you're going to notice, okay? (laughs) As he's doing this, somebody behind him goes to just skewer him. They, they're all primed and ready. They go to take the spear right through poor Alexander here. And his homeboy, Cletus, no, stop. His name is Dead not ass. Cletus. I, I'm sure <laughs> there's a beautiful Greek pronunciation for it because it's spelled K-L-I-T-U-S. But for funds and giggles, we're calling him Cletus because that's fucking hilarious. The only other pronunciation would be like Clitus, which yeah, is also cl- hilarious. Clitus? 
Cletus or something? I don't fucking... Cletus! <laughs> this is Cletus, man. <laughs> you know, he's... I'm sure he's got, like, his dip in his mouth, shotgun on the side, Bud Light hat on, and torn up wife beater. Anyway, Cletus sees this, and he's like, that's my homeboy, and uh, slices the, sho- the soldier's arm just clean off before he can even throw the spear, okay? Supposedly, and this is where you need to take it with a grain of salt, the Persian army sees this and is like, damn, Alex and his boys have game. They they know what they're doing. And they turn tail and dip, right? And so, of course, the only way to celebrate a near-death experience this and having your helmet cracked in half and definitely having a concussion and bleeding from your fucking eyeballs <laughs> is drinking. Of course. So they party hardied super hard afterwards, which is also a very continuous theme that we will see throughout this. So moving on to a second near-death experience, okay? So Celicia, we we are now in this this desert area, okay? They've they've come mm-hmm. around, they're coming down into like Africa area. We're almost to Egypt, somewhere around that vicinity, okay? It's it's fucking hot. It is unpolitely hot. It is hot like the fucking San Diego Zoo when you are out there with your parents and your mom left her sunscreen at home and you are frying like a little egg, okay? It is not comfortable. Everything is bad. So they they ride through. Life is good. And they come to the, the Sidonis River, which is this relatively large river, but it's actually kind of a runoff from the local mountains. Mm-hmm. And the runoff is very specifically melted ice. And it's such a fast-flowing river that it doesn't have time to heat up like the landscape does. So it's it's below freezing temperatures, even though you have like consistent flow. That's crazy. It's it's cool. It's super cool. But yeah. it's, it's not cool because it's too cold. It's like hypothermia temperatures, give or take. Ooh. So, you know, what what does Alexander the Great decide to do? He gets buck naked, just hops off his horse, rips all of his clothing off. Everybody's like, bro, what are you doing? And Wang Dang dangling between his legs, <laughs> jumps headfirst into this fucking river. Side oh note, God. Alexander the Great does not know how to swim. <laughs> Never fucking learned. He just decides, it's hot. I would to not be hot. I'm going to get into this water. His body goes into immediate full body shock, okay? <laughs> because you go from being extremely hot to being extremely cold, and your body freaks the fuck out. What's, be, um, <laughs> what's cooler than being cool? Ice, ice cold. cold. <laughs> and the drama queen that he is, which we love for him, right? His his poor friends have to scoop him out. So they're scooping his unconscious body out of the river where he is shivering and cold and dying because he is in shock. And it takes him three days to get <sighs> over this. Wait. <laughs> Lord. He delays their conquest by three days because... Because he wanted to skinny dip. Because dude. he wanted to skinny dip. Amazing. We love that for him. Absolutely iconic. On on day three, his counterpart, Jesus, he did rise again. And they, they decided to keep going. Uh, so third time's the charm, right? We're moving on to Syria. We are with King... Uh, and I'm going to mispronounce his name, but I don't care because I just called the other guy Cletus. Darius. It's definitely not. Right. It's like Darius or something oh, super fancy shit. and cool. This motherfucker, he has double the men of Alexander the Great, right? And 
Instead of taking a step back and being like, hey, man, you've got a lot of people. We should probably think about this. I don't think our usual strategies are going to work. Alexander you don't even the Great, need an abacus to know that that's a yeah, very large difference. Probably not the best idea, right? This motherfucker goes, well, it worked last time, so let's just do it again. <laughs> and he does. Same situation, right? You're, you got the river. You got him on the right right side fucking charging in. And for whatever reason, this oh, he, he was about 23 at the time. I know I said 24, 25. He's 23 at this point in his life. OK, so prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Absolutely Plus, not. he has just been consistently partying his whole fucking life. So God only knows what that does to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he he goes, fuck it. We ball, right? And there he goes, just fucking running in, guns a-blazing. Well, I guess swords at that point, but whatever. And and he's just, he's slicing and dicing. And the Persians are like, what the f- is this guy doing? Are you kidding right now? Like, bro. And King Darius is like, this dude's, this dude's crazy. He's nuts. There's, I'm not fucking around with crazy. Mm-hmm. And and he dips. He runs away. <laughs> He was like he's this. winning. He's winning based on just being crazier than the enemy. I yeah. love this. He could have, if if King Darius would have actually taken the time to be like, it doesn't matter that he's crazy. We can still like cut him down. That would have been one thing. The charisma. This yeah, the riz on this man was like, I'm not. That dude's crazy. I'm not playing, you know, and dips, just fucking runs. Right. Which is really funny because, of course, as he runs, Alexander's like, that motherfucker ran away. And so throughout the rest of these near death experiences, you will find out that he is trying to chase him down. He's trying to get he's like, get your Mm -hmm. ass back here. But he walked away at the end of this battle that he very clearly should have lost. You know, there are twice the men going against him with one small stab wound to the leg. And that's it. And he was on the front line. Amazing. We're fast forwarding. We're at Gaza, okay? We're kind of Egypt area range, so, so like a good amount south. He finds these people. He's like, yo, we're going to go. We're going to go fuck up these guys. We're going to go fuck up this town. OK, and we're going to overthrow the dude that runs it right now. Fuck him. And his, you know, militia, his little military is like, yeah, man, that sounds like a great idea. But like, what's the game plan? And he's like, we're going to go fuck him up. And there's a whole strategy and it's very exciting and cool and blah, 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 whatever. Nobody cares. Him and his buddies decide to get up there. Right. And try and, like, fight and whatever. And um, him and, like, three other dudes make it on top of the wall of of this city before their ladder is collapsed and the other men have to put it back up to get back up there. And within the time of them getting back up to this wall, Alex... Alexander is killing a ton of motherfuckers. His other three dudes are killing a ton of motherfuckers too. And he takes <laughs> he takes a bolt that's shot, like a crossbow bolt, basically. I don't know what the actual equivalent would have been, but it, it has the same force of that. It goes through his shoulder, through his shield even, and he, he collapses, right? He's like, oh man, I've been shot. And he gets dragged <laughs> off by his buddies, the reoccurring it was theme, not, of course. It was not just a, a flesh wound at this no, point. No, <laughs> tis, tis not a flesh wound. And he he gets dragged off. They they gave him some, you know, drugs. They're like, hey, man, get your shit back together. We need you out there. It's, it's a crossbow bolt. You'll be fine. And he's like, damn, you right. 
gets his ass back out there. But he just says, bet. <laughs> bet. He's like, bet. And, and like, obviously, this is like, it was like a six hour period because battles back then were like days long, right? So like yeah. in, in the span of an evening, and medicine was not great back then, right? They didn't patch him up entirely super well. Here's some dirt. Here, hope that rub, feels rub better. Some fucking dirt in it. Be a man. They send his ass back out there. And you know what he does? He overthrows the whole fucking seal- city. Ooh. He's like, yeah, man, I, I don't need this arm. This is fine. He goes out there, kicks ass, and then is so mad that the guy let him get shot with this bolt that he he takes the ruler and drags his dead body around the city until like only pieces of him are left on the chariot. Oh like, my he fuck. He was pissed. I was damn dude. Relatable, this man runs on spite, pure spite uh, machine. Right? It's insane. It it blows my mind. And of course, all of these death-defying stunts are fucking going to his head. Because oh, absolutely, the invincibility right? is starting to get key him up a little bit. A hundred percent. And he's and he's 23, 24. And we all know 23 and 24 year olds, right? Yeah. We all know very lucky himbo 23, 24 year olds. It goes to their head. It does. A hundred percent. It either goes to their head or it goes to the other head and neither one of them's great. Anyway, this motherfucker. Fifth. We're on our fifth one here, by the way. We're halfway through until he actually kicks the bucket. So moving past the the conquering of the city, the rest of Egypt was kind of like, yo, you did a good job. We're just, you can just have it. You, we're good. <laughs> like, we're fine. You, you can, take you can it. Just You're take crazy it. as fuck. Like, yeah, never like, mind, never mind, man. We're here for the vibes. It's okay. And so he decides with a smaller caravan, not his whole army or anything like that. He's like, damn, I've, I'm really good at this. Like, I think I'm destined to be just amazing. So he decides that he wants to confront the oracles of Siwa, which are back in those days were the oracles of oracles, right? They are the people that you went to see to know what was in store for you for the rest of your life. And he was like, yeah, I know it's 300 miles away and I know it's across just pure desert and we don't really have a plan, but I want to go. So he decides to go. So he goes, right? Because just a little wood. jaunt, a little jaunt with the boys. Yeah. What's going to fucking stop it? 300 miles of desert. Yeah, right. Well, it almost does. They got lost like six or seven <laughs> times. Ten percent of, of the posse are dying of dehydration and starvation. Um, it wasn't easy. It was very stupid. There's no reason he should have survived that going 300 miles across the fucking desert getting lost. Idiot. He makes it to the oracles and they're like, yeah, man. Cool. Thanks for making it. And that's that. I, yeah, they're like... It defies logic. You're doing great. Good job. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And what the worst part is? They didn't get lost a single time on the way home. What? They just did it. They were like, oh, okay. But on the way there, they, they really fucked up. They fucked up a couple times. They The only reason, and it's written down, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Only reason why they made it there alive is because they just happened to find a fucking oasis. Bullshit. Bullshit, right? That's some Scorpion King mummy thing shenanigans. I was about to say. This is literally, this is just like Universal Studios invented this exactly, as like a, a right? movie plot, honestly. Oh, it's so funny. I fucking love it. Especially because imagine you go out with the boys. Mm. You're like, yeah, man, we can do it. You, you make it there and then you come home and everybody's like, so how was the trip? I got lost. About 10% of everybody died. No, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> 
Oh. Got some got some pretty cool oracle oracle teachings though. I mean, what, did he learn anything from the oracles? Did you they, know what? That's what, a what great he... question. I honestly, I didn't even look up what the oracles fucking said because I was like, this idiot. <laughs> he doesn't need an oracle at this point. I mean, look how well things are going for him. Yeah, they're going very well. I'm pretty sure they all they said was everything that that he needs to hear. Keep, keep it up, bro. Yeah, good work. Self high five. Okay, we're on to the sixth, sixth almost near death. I, I'm going to count the fifth as a near death because that was stupid. That was a poor life decision that you made that should have had consequences and didn't, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on to the sixth. So we're fast forwarding to, and I'm going to butcher the name here, but it's Gaugamela. So it's super deep in the Persian Empire. We're in like modern day Iran, Iraq area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex, our lovely boy, has finally hunted down Darius again. Darius has been prepared and ready for this motherfucker to find him, right? He's like, I'm ready this time. This motherfucker's crazy. I'm going to get as many people as I can. I'm going to build up my army. I'm going to recruit all these mercenaries and shit. I'm not, I'm not fucking around this time, okay? <laughs> Alexander the Great kicks his ass. <laughs> Just <laughs> flat out. No cap and no logic kicks his ass. So, of course, what does Darius do again? He runs. He runs away. Mm-hmm. He's like... You know, and dips. Anime arch enemy type of. (laughs) Exactly. He's like, the best thing we can do is run away. And so he does. And of course, Alexander, who's like, you son of a bitch, get back here. Somebody just stole his vape. He is on the hunt for this man. Okay. (laughs) He's like, I know you fucking have it. Hand it over. SpongeBob, me, Bob. Where's me fucking vape? Where's me fucking vape? So he, he chases after him. And before he can get to him, Another, so it's a, he was a hired mercenary. So he's not technically a Persian soldier, but he mutinies and his name was Bessus, Bessus, B-E-S-S-U-S, Bessus. Bessus. <laughs> Bessus. Um, just fucking ganks him. Just ganks Darius. He's like, yo, I'm tired of this shit. You keep running. I'm over it. It shanks him. Dead. D-E-D. And, and tells Alexander where he's like, hey man, I killed him. And Alexander's like, are you fucking with me right now? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and Bestus, of course, is like, what the fuck? I did it so we could be buddies. And Alexander's like, no, I wanted to kill him. So he chases him down. And and he's like, at this point, it is not about conquest for him, right? And we're like, we're way too far into the legs of this journey. Like we're five years in, okay? Right, so his right. army's like, bro, I haven't seen my mom in five years. And you want us to <laughs> Please, chase down sir. this man because he killed the dude you wanted to kill? That's kind of fucking annoying, but okay. So, you know, they're they're chasing him in. He ends up getting a hold of him and killing him. He's like, fuck you. And just kills him. Amazing. Love it. Did it in front of the army. The army's like, okay, cool. Um, Finally. Cool, cool, cool. Right? They're like, oh, God, about time. But they they take a break out in Haru, which is H-A-R-U-T. So I might be mispronouncing that one. And uh, some of the people are like, I'm really tired of doing all these fucking personal tasks for Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to be this far into the Persian Empire. I thought we were just going to kind of frolic around, kill some bitches, go home party and call it a day this has been five to six years this is crazy so they plan on mutinying him and they they attempt to assassinate him but before they can assassinate him he gets word that they're going to assassinate him and he brings them all in front of the army um where he publicly tortures and executes them (laughs) (laughs) very nice we love to see it it's great but at this point everybody's like bro 
It's been eight years. <laughs> Can we go home? And this is after he has made a public display where he's like, you know, fuck you guys. We're doing what I want to do. We're on to the seventh one, by the way, here. We're where, even, like, we're almost done, but it still feels, oh my God, what else has this guy got in his bag? Right? What the fuck else is he going to mess up? And honestly, he really saved the best for last because these are stupid. These are really dumb. These are goofy decisions. So it's amazing. So everybody's really upset. And, you know, I said five years at the point where he's taken over most of the modern day Iran, Iraq, Egypt, all of the Persian Empire. We're, we're at about year eight right now. OK, of year eight of consistent conquest. Jeez, That's a lot of fucking time. We're coming up on a decade. That's a lot on the clock, man. Yeah, exactly. It's a long time. So his his army is like, bro, we we we're tapping out. We got to go home. So they mutiny. And he's like, you know what? Y'all are right. I'm kind of sad about it, though. But, yeah, let's get on the boats. Let's go home. And I'll I'll start actually doing what I'm supposed to do, which is like, you know, the administrative paperwork of this fucking conquest and figure out who's supposed to go where. It's like, oh, look, all the detectives and cops after solving their cases, like doing yeah. all these murders and stuff. It's like, oh, I mean, now we got to do the paperwork. Like, there's uh-huh. so much to file. <laughs> oh, God. And that's the worst part, right? That's no fun. I get it. I wouldn't want to do it either. And he's a himbo, so he definitely doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get on their boats and they're going down this fucking massive ass river. Okay. It's, we're not in the ocean. We're, we're on a river, but it's a big ass river with his little boats and stuff. And the rapids are terrible. Imagine whitewater rafting in Virginia, but like 4 billion times worse. Right. In a wooden dinghy. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a little wooden dinghy. These fucking idiots. So all of these boats are, just get thrashed. They get thrashed to hell. Right. And that includes Alexander's boat. And, you know, we talked about this before. This motherfucker still hasn't learned how to swim. <laughs> and all that time, all after the, time. the first time, are you serious? He didn't yeah. be like, oh, maybe Never this learned. is like a useful life skill after I almost died. Like, no, oh, he was cause... like, this is fine. I don't need this. I'll never need this. I'm not going <laughs> to die in the water. Jesus, take the fucking wheel. So his boat, you know, gets fucked, just completely fucked. It's in shambles. And he decides the best thing to do is to jump in and swim to shore, knowing that he does not know how to swim. So he starts drowning. So, twice now. So twice now he's almost died. And, and his buddies, even though they mutinied him, were like, this fucking idiot. This, are you guys seeing this? He's fucking drowning. That's hilarious. And they were like, God, we should do something about it. And some of them were like, well, should we really do something about it? They're like, come on, you can't let him drown. That'd be fucked up. So they jump in and they save him and they drag him to shore. So, like. Oh, my God. I know, right? Like, what the fuck, bro? So they they continue on their journey down this river. And I actually put it in my notes this time. It's the, it was over by the, the Molly Stronghold, which is M-A-L-L-I. And he's like, you know what? I know we're going home. And I know I almost just drowned. But what if we uh, just decided to take over this city anyway for funsies? One, one more for the road, guys. Come on. Come on. And everybody was like, okay, but last one. Then we're done. Okay, no more. And he's like, okay, but woo, let's do it. Come on. And I, I don't know why. Think about all the times he's been shanked and stabbed and shot and stuff, right? He insists on being in the front again. Cool. Mm. And they chase up. He gets kind of cornered in this, like, like on one of the upper walls, right? Where it's it's him and about, like, a couple men, right? Take it with a grain of salt. And 
<laughs> what do you think happens? But he takes mm. another bolt to the chest. <laughs> Not the Buddy. shoulder this time, but he actually <laughs> straight up, he gets shot in the chest according to like ancient things. I don't know, word of mouth or whatever. His whole ass lung collapses. Okay. Mm. It goes in. It is a full blown shot. You know, Jeez. this is not like a, oh man, it nicked me. It's a, I can't breathe kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, but he is so upset about getting shot that he kills the guy that fucking shot him. And then <laughs> tries to like dip back and like lets everybody else fight because he can't breathe. He's got this like PCP rage, man. He just, yeah, <laughs> dude, he's got some barbarian shit, you know, like yeah. I would like to rage. Um, <laughs> and he like, he had to actually recover this one off, right? He had to lay down mm. and take some time. And even after they say three days, I'm sure it was a week. You know, there's no. Can your lung even reinflate itself? Especially with like ancient medicine. I don't even. What the hell? I have no idea. I don't even know what the fucking thought process was back then, or how they were like, ah, yes, your lung. But he he makes a recovery. He makes a relatively full recovery. But everybody thought he was dead because he'd been laying down for so long. That he mm -hmm. actually had to ride out on his horse, fucking weekend of Bernie's this shit, and be like, hi, I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Stop cheering. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, chill. I'm, I'm fucking kicking still, you assholes. And they, they did end up winning the city, which is stupid. I don't, I don't know where Alexander the Great would be without his support system. <laughs> honestly. No way. Honestly. He should have drowned. He should have drowned years ago. <laughs> Multiple times. Now, we are moving on to the final life, the, the ninth life, the, the last hurrah, right? This isn't what killed him. This is the last thing he dodges before he dies. And it is so frustrating because it is the same shit that he dodged last time. God damn it. So they decide from Mali to cut through to go over to Egypt. Between Mali and where he's trying to get to in Egypt, pure desert. Okay. All fucking desert. And we're not talking like 300 miles worth now. We're talking mm -hmm. like 1,000 miles worth of just fucking desert. And he decides what better way to get through it. Oh, you know what? I said Egypt. I'm revoking that. It wasn't Egypt. It was out in... Uh, Persepolis, which is a great book. If you've never read it, you should. Mm. It's actually a comic, but it's it's super duper good. But it is over more towards, and I'm gonna I might get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's out in Iran. Anyway, so he's on his way there from the river where he took over the Mali city. Okay. And <laughs> he decides we're going. And so he leads all of the, the people who have, so not just his army, okay, but they have a ton of stragglers that follow the army around and are, what are you taking over next? We're going to live there. You know what I what, mean? What, they got fanboys? Yeah, basically <laughs> little little caravans and campaigns that are like, this is sick. Stage we're hands. with you, man. <laughs> Roadies. <laughs> but like, we'll fuck and we'll party. That's pretty hype, you know? <laughs> And so across this beautiful fucking desert, he loses about half of them. Half of his Jeez. men die. All of the caravan dies. Everybody's just fucking dying and dead. And what little supplies they have, this, and this is a story. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, God forbid that this is true. But somebody offered Alexander the last glass of water and he poured it out because he said... <gasps> If you can't drink any, I'm not drinking any. Instead of splitting it with everybody. <laughs> One brain cell. 
A single brain cell? Hopefully that's fake. Yeah, single brain cell, himbo through and through, right? Um, but somehow- The he- sentiment though, the sentiment was kind of <sighs> sweet. It was, it's so close to being adorable. Yeah. And then it's just not there, man. It it's just so loops all the way back around to stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, the circle of stupidity is complete. <laughs> all right, so so we're getting to his actual death. What, what fucking killed Alexander the Great, right? Was it any of the shots he took to his body? Was it any of the stab wounds? Was it getting cracked over the head? Was it starvation, dehydration, fucking drowning twice? No. Was Ten it stupid? Years, oh, it's, it's dumb. Buckle in. <laughs> Ten years after he started this luck-filled shit show, right? He finally gets back to the actual administrative tasks. Part of that, which is my favorite part, includes massive fucking parties. Okay, full blown wine is flowing. There's little charcuterie board snack plates. Everybody's fucking naked. I'm sure there's orgies. I don't know if that's true, but I have to imagine it late at night when I'm alone. Just go hard or go home style. Okay. The only administration he was doing was administering these shots. (laughs) I love it. So after one of these absolutely beautiful fucking bangers of parties, he wakes up with a fever. And initially, he's like, man, this hangover sucks. This is a really bad hangover. But his hangover gets worse and worse. And his fever gets worse and worse. And within the span of like eight days, your boy dies. Bruh. He partied so hard, his hangover killed him. Which is a fun little story, but okay, more than likely, it probably wasn't a hangover. It was more than likely either alcohol, liver disease, malaria, or typhoid. Because all those were super fucking rampant back then, and your boy was swapping spit with people. Definitely. Oh, buddy. The biological thing took him down. I really... I did not think that that I this was a wild ride. I really didn't think that's how it was going to end at all. I, I know, right? You really thought maybe assassination or something. Yeah. Kind of hype. No, man. Bacteria, man. Bacteria. Like, Bacteria will get us all. Their army's a lot stronger than ours. Yeah. Oh my God. Those new bastards. Right when you're partying, you're living life. You, you went on a 10-year conquest and you won. You won capitalism. Just kidding. <laughs> I guess that wasn't back then, was it? Bro, that was that was absolutely wild. I I'm really hoping that mine can stand up to that because that was it's a lot. It's a beginning lot. to that was a page turner, beginning to end. My God, I had no idea that that was that he was a goofy little himbo. Yeah, I mean, he really. I'm sure that there's going to be a historian that listens to this and is like, Jesus Christ, where, wh- how did you dumb down Alexander to this point? He was, you know, the conquest god of conquest, the fucking Greeks answer to the world bringers and shit. But no, he's putting he's putting the G in, in great. That's for sure. Yeah, he definitely is. He is a G, and I love him. And I'm a fanboy of Alexander the Great because I, too, make poor life decisions and have my friends bail me out of them and then get hungover for eight days and think I'm dying. You you know, honestly, (laughs) as we were going through this, I'm like, all right. Damn, I really am seeing a lot of serum. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable why you chose them. Fuck it. We ball. (laughs) God damn it. Oh. All, right. All right, guys, I'm very excited to share my next, but you're going to have to wait until next month to find out who did I pick dun, to be dun, our dun. unassassinable target. So 
Thank you for joining us this week for Mort Mike. Connect with us on our socials at Facebook and YouTube at Mort Mike Podcast. And if you have any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear about or burning questions you might have about death, shoot us an email at mortmikepodcast at gmail.com. Huge thanks to Joey, our dedicated studio gopher, Marson Music for our themes, Deputies of Death, Macklin Legan for our custom icons and banners. Be sure to tune in every Thursday of every month, or I guess the first Thursday of every month. can be any Thursday. It's definitely the first, though. Uh, for casual discussions on death, thank you so much for listening. This has been Mort Mike.